It's Wednesday, May 23rd. All of Tuesday's basketball games are finished up. Here is your morning after in the NBA playoffs. In Game 4 of the Western Conference Finals, the Rockets topped the Warriors 95-92 to even up the series at two games apiece. James Harden scores a game-high 30 points and gets three steals. Chris Paul scores 27 points. And Eric Gordon scores 14 points off the bench in the Houston victory. Kevin Durant ends up with a 27.12 rebound double-double, and Steph Curry adds 28 points and 6 rebounds for Golden State in the losing effort. Coming into this series, everyone knew about the offensive firepower both teams possessed. Both Houston and Golden State laid claim to some of the most dynamic offenses in the entire NBA. However, in Game 4, it was the defensive effort that ended up carrying the day. In what was the best game in either of the conference finals, the Rockets and Warriors continued to punch and counterpunch each other until ultimately Houston pulled off the stunner, defeating Golden State in their own building. All you need to know is that in the fourth quarter, the Rockets held the Warriors to just 12 points. Consider that a team with Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green only put up a dozen points in the fourth quarter of a conference finals game. Neither team shot the ball particularly well, as the victorious Rockets would end up shooting 39% for the game and 31% from three, and the Warriors fared only slightly better, going 39.3% from the four and 33% from three. It was definitely a strange game in that Houston was able to not just pull off the upset victory on the road, but did so by using a seven-man rotation. And the seventh man in that rotation, Gerald Green, only played 12 minutes. The Rockets also lost the rebounding battle 41-49 and yet still came out on top. Golden State had a chance to tie or take the lead with just over 13 seconds remaining and ended up with a bad shot that Klay Thompson was forced into, ending up with an air ball. And the game was over. To add even more intrigue, the Warriors had a timeout in hand, and head coach Steve Kerr elected not to use it, hoping his team would come up with the tying or winning basket and transition. That didn't happen, and now the Rockets will return home to Houston for Game 5 on Thursday, with the series all even at 2. Today is the all-important Game 5 in the Celtics-Cavaliers series, with it tied at two games apiece as well. Boston will be at home where they are 9-0 this postseason, with the game tipping off at 8.30. That's the buzzer for this edition of the Morning After in the NBA Playoffs. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor. One of the biggest controversies this past year in sports, and one that we've talked about many times here on the Sports Rundown, has been the issue of football players standing or taking a knee during the national anthem before games. And that is exactly what the NFL owners discussed on Tuesday as they were all meeting, trying to figure out just what to do about the issue that it seems minuscule, but is causing a lot of problems for the league. Now, a lot of this is fueled by President Trump and his constant tweeting about it, especially during the football season. That really lit the match and made a whole big fire out of what was really an issue that not really many people were paying all that much attention to this past season. It was more of an issue two years ago with Colin Kaepernick, and then the story kind of died down, and then the president really just inflamed the whole thing. So... Now it's affecting the league and the bottom line and viewership. And so the owners obviously want to come up with a solution that they feel will work. So some possible 
discussion, some possibilities were discussed about what to do with this whole anthem controversy. According to ESPN, some of the possibilities were the following. Allow each team to implement their own policy. Clear the field of all football personnel while the anthem is played. That means basically keeping everybody in the locker room. Instruct players who don't want to stand to remain in the locker room while the anthem is played. Add contract language that requires players to stand. Leave the current policy in place. And this one is certainly the most controversial, which would be to impose penalties on teams and players who do not stand, including a 15-yard penalty and or fines. Now, that just because all of these things were discussed doesn't mean that any of them are going to be adopted. Even the current policy staying in place, that doesn't mean that it will. A new idea they could, could you know, come, come to a head, and that could be what they go with. But let's talk about the one that has been making all the headlines in the past 24 hours, that one, the 15-yard penalty or fines for players who don't stand. That is never going to fly. It's something that the Players Association would never be okay with and essentially would make the NFL look like Donald Trump's uh, puppet. It, it, just, it would be a terrible look for the league and something that the players would really, really fight back on and be upset with and create an even fur- further divide than there is right now between owners and the players. So I can't see that happening, and just the fact that it was discussed tells me that some owners, because you don't know who brought this up or how many agree with it, but at least one of them is incredibly out of touch or just doesn't understand or respect his players. It's just something that would be so ridiculous to find somebody or penalize them 15 yards, hurt the whole team if somebody doesn't want to stand during the national anthem. Again, I don't think that's what's going to happen, but the fact that it was discussed is... It shows you where how great of a divide there is right now between ownership and the players. So that's what's going on right now. The owners are talking about that. Expect talks to continue as everybody tries to find something that works for both sides. I don't know what's going to end up happening, but it's going to remain an issue. And when football season arrives and nothing has changed, expect President Trump to be tweeting about it again. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news only on Anchor. It's Wednesday, May 23rd. All of Tuesday's baseball games are over and done with. Here's your morning after in the MLB. The Red Sox down the Rays 4-2. Mookie Betts max his league-leading 16th home run of the season. And Chris Sale earns the win, going 7-2, giving up two runs on four hits and striking out nine for Boston. Rookie Willie Adames homers in his second career at bat for Tampa Bay in their loss. The Indians throttled the Cubs 10-1. Jose Ramirez homers for the 14th time this year with a three-run shot in Cleveland's win. Philadelphia falls to Atlanta 3-1. Ozzie Albies scores three runs and knocks his 14th dinger this season for the Braves in the win. Vincent Velasquez gets the loss, tossing four and a third, giving up two runs on six hits and striking out nine for the Phillies. The Angels drop their game to the Blue Jays 5-3. Kendry's Morales goes yard for Toronto in the victory. Cincinnati works Pittsburgh 7-2. Scooter Jeanette cranks his 12th home run this year and ends the game with six RBIs in the Reds' win. The Mets are defeated by the Marlins 5-1. Starter Caleb Smith picks up the win, lasting six and two-thirds, giving up one run on three hits and striking out eight for Miami. Zach Wheeler is saddled with the loss as he goes six innings, allows three runs on seven hits, and strikes out nine for New York. 
Washington edges out San Diego 2-1. Bryce Harper connects on his 15th home run this year in the Nationals' win. On the losing side, Frenchie Cordero hits his 7th homer this season for the Padres. Arizona is shut out by Milwaukee 1-0. The Brewers' pitching staff has a combined effort in the win, giving up 3 total hits and striking out 10. The Rangers top the Yankees 6-4. Jerickson Profar and Ronald Guzman each homer for Texas in their win. Glaber Torres, Miguel Andahar, and Austin Romine all hit home runs for New York in their loss. The Orioles are nipped by the White Sox 3-2. Wellington Castillo has a 3-hit 1-RBI day for Chicago in their win. Kevin Gossman ends up with a no decision in 6 and a third innings of work, giving up no runs on 9 hits and striking out 10 in Baltimore's loss. Minnesota blanks Detroit 6-0. Brian Dozier ends his day with two doubles and three RBIs in the Twins' victory. San Francisco is stomped by Houston 11-2. Garrett Cole improves his record to 5-1 on the season, going six innings while allowing two runs on four hits and striking out eight for the Astros. The Royals clip the Cardinals 5-1. Alex Gordon and Salvador Perez both leave the yard for Kansas City in their win. The Dodgers take out the Rockies 5-3. Chris Taylor and Yasiel Puig each go long in LA's win. And Desmond homers for the eighth time this season for Colorado in the losing effort. And the last game from Wednesday, the Mariners outlast the A's 3-2 in 10 innings. Mike Zanino wax home run number 7 on the year in Seattle's victory. That's the final out for today's Morning After in the MLB. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor.